chocolate cherry Pepsi Max. What is it with you and fucking cherry Pepsi Max? Is that just I a just new like love? cherry Pepsi Max at the moment. I don't know why. I used to hate Pepsi, and at the moment I'm fucking all over it. I tell you what else they had: raspberry Pepsi Max. Now that is unbelievable. Hit the theme song. Hi, welcome to episode 63 of the Unusual Suspects podcast. My name is Dan. Pull up a chair. Welcome for the next hour and a half of your lives to this wonderful, wonderful show. If you're a new listener, uh, don't run away. Stay. Enjoy. You might like it. We're talking about a movie layer that (laughs) none of us may enjoy, but either way... But we're going to play a Joining game, me. so that's fun. Spoilers. We're going to play games. Bury the lead. And, yeah, well. And, and stuff. Joining me is um, a guy who sharpened his pencil no longer than five minutes ago, um, <laughs> Andy. Hello, Andy. Hello. Two pencils, nice and sharp, ready to go. <laughs> My cat has just walked into frame and start fucking a bear right now. <laughs> going to ignore oh, that. Sherlock. We're going to ignore that. I cannot look away. The, the one day I didn't apply the blur filter to my camera so you didn't <laughs> see the background is the day he wants to fuck a bear. And um, speaking of fucking bears, joining me is Penny. Hello, Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm a fucking bear or I'm I fucking a bear? Know. Because I'm only okay with what? one of those. I well, mean, you like Muppets, don't you? And you're wearing a bear tooth. I am sure. wearing a bear tooth jumper. Oh, there you go. Okay. Tootsie, there you go. Yeah, he didn't know that. Me. He wasn't paying attention. Hello, everyone. Yes, welcome to episode 63. Um, I'm a bit tired. Just coming from London. And um, had a had a bean burrito, which flabbergasted Andy <laughs> because I didn't get fucking... Because he's not a vegetarian. For some reason. No, I'm not a vegetarian. No, but that's what I meant. Going... Dan's not a vegetarian, so why yeah, would you not get Yeah, imagine going to, like, Tortilla or somewhere and getting a burrito... And just asking for... I'll just have beans, please. Beans and shit cheese is exactly his words. What? what no, he said it wasn't like problem. normal southern cheese. He said it was London cheese, which I yeah, don't know what that Northern London cheese. It's ridiculous. No, there's a slight difference to the cheese in London to the one in the south of England that They've probably I been found. sitting it's there for like... six hours. That's almost <laughs> ex- certainly what it was, yeah. <laughs> Bubbling over. I did get one at like 3.30, so it's probably mm-hmm. sat there since 7 in the morning or something, whenever people get their burritos. I don't know. Nice. Anyway, won't name, the, won't name the place I got it from, just in case, but it was all right. There you Spoilers, go. Andy already did, so if you're that bothered, you can rewind it. Um, guys, I found a little interesting thing. You know how we're always complaining, well, mostly you two, about long films? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you know that Christopher Nolan did one of the shortest films ever? In ther- terms of a uh, a actual feature film that went to the cinema, how long was it? How long was it? It was called it was called the following from nineteen ninety eight, and uh, it was seventy minutes, which doesn't sound like it's too short, but considering you it was like seventy a, minutes, possibly considering shorter. it was a Christopher Nolan film, but it apparently took a year to make, so I don't Fuck know. Why? Yeah, it was kind of in the same thing as Memento. It's one of those films I just haven't seen him do- done, but um, it's got lo- non-linear plot and everything. Maybe we'll check it out one day. But Sounds like a bit of you. I wanted to give a little shout out before we get into things. Um, 
we we rarely shout out our stats because we're like we're so fucking popular and stuff but i wanted to give a little shout because very interesting and i think penny has an effect on this podcast a bit too much andy and i'm a little bit not exactly worried is that because i'm, but, I'm um, the only one that shares it every week well <laughs> i looked at the latest stats this week and well in terms of the last month or so we have 58% male listeners and 40% female. Yes, and that ladies, has gone up. come on. That has gone up. Good. So basically, the males are fucking sick of us trying to represent <laughs> the males. And the females have gone, you know what? Penny's right about everything. And she's telling those boys off in the right manner. I should listen to her more. Well, either that or Penn is listening to it more than you and I do. <laughs> do you think I have time to edit and then listen to it more than once? Don't answer that. Yes. Don't have, it's a good question. It. Were, were you working today? <laughs> no, I wasn't working today. I was out having lunch with my mum. What did you have? Bean burrito? No, oh, I had Stop going a back to food. chicken, bacon and avocado sandwich with chips. Mm. Shout out to Truly Scrumptious in Lee for the best chips in Essex. And... Um, <laughs> A shout out to our <laughs> listeners that we don't give enough credit to because there's only very, very, very small few of you. And you may be bots. We don't know. But if you are listening, <laughs> if you are listening in uh, the Emirates, Romania, Morocco, Colombia, Russia, Norway, New Zealand, Mexico, Denmark, Indonesia, Greece, Singapore, Philippines, Brazil, the Kingdom of Jordan, <laughs> Netherlands, <laughs> Spain, Cyprus, Germany, Macedonia, Belgium, Sweden, India... Australia, Saudi Arabia, Oman, and 1% Ireland. I know who's listening to that. And Canada. We should have played bots or VPNs. Yeah, I think they're going to be VPNs. <laughs> Shout out to anyone using a VPN. And then the rest <laughs> is United States. That's, and obviously that's fun, the UK is our biggest view or listenership, whatever. But can yeah. I, can I ask a question whilst we're still talking stats? Yeah, sure. Why not? How many total listens have we had across all episodes so far? We're nearly at four. We, by Too the time many. this comes out, <laughs> we should hit 4,000, I would imagine, oh by the time this comes out. And I'll that. That's only a small percentage of that is the three of us. I do only yeah. listen once. Yeah. But imagine like 4,000, let's say 4,000 people. Imagine people wanting to hear from us that often. That is insanity. We talk bollocks. This is why the male, so this is why some of the male viewers have dropped off probably because you're saying stuff like that and penny's you know representing the the females i guess and, but that um, makes me laugh that um if if we're talking about not saying that just men like boobs but the uh the total number of plays for episode 57 is just boob physics is lower than um talking about boners and bumholes. Yeah. So we've got yeah. more people listening to bumholes and boners than we oh, have listening to boobs. Why am I talking? That's Why am I saying a, that, that's that's an interesting. Now that is interesting. That <sighs> does give us a bit of an insight to what you guys like. So you're all uh, boners and butts. Weirdos, <gasps> so all they that. like Dan. They don't like boobs. Well, we need to find another case study. We need to find another buzzword that would help. I'm Poop. thinking nips. What? We need to find a an episode yeah. where we talk about a lot of nips. We yeah, had a we nip count recently. Nips. We had nip count on Crash. I'm now just looking through how we many did. we've got like chimney genitals, narrative tits, getting hit in the front bum. <laughs> got to poop out some memories, boo physics. Um We're so sorry. Sports titties. <laughs> stop fingering my I hate that episode. Um <laughs> that Stop title, fingering, I hate that episode. That fucking title, but um it's just a lot of sexual titles, isn't it? I mean, I know the butthole one was my fault. One day we'll grow up. I am 
I'm a grown-up. I've got Tupperware. One day we'll grow up and we'll become a bit more mature. But when that day happens, probably we'll become very uh, boring. But either way. Either way. Uh, I don't know. Ben's burping down the mic. I, I want to say... You, why are you burping? Because I was being a grown-up. We're grown live. Up. <laughs> We're <laughs> live. She's trying to be a fucking child. <laughs> I've now tried to shove so much sugar in my body. I think I'm freaking out. Oh, I look forward hell. to the anyway. crash in about 35 minutes then. Mm. <sighs> Speaking Ooh, of crash... Oh, God, Pen! Me! You have something Just for us. Just her own name. Yeah! So, first, I did a Dan. I did not watch eight films this week, because oh, who has good. time. But I watched three. We could have a Is little you? chat about. Um, okay. Watched three at the weekend. Brandon and I... Brandon doesn't really like horror movies, which... What do you have to talk about then? Because that's all you talk about. Who is Brandon? Brandon is my boyfriend and he doesn't really like horror movies. Um, He likes ghosts and stuff, but he doesn't really like slasher movies or anything. So I have to save that for another time. But we did end up watching 2021's Dawn of the Beast on Amazon Prime. Okay. All right. A group of graduate students get more than they bargained for while searching for the legendary Bigfoot. Not only is he real, but there's something far more evil lurking in the shadows. The Wendigo. So this was basically... The what? Isn't the Wendigo, the Wendigo just... Isn't, uh, isn't it just Bigfoot? No, the Wendigo... Did Wendigo? you guys not watch Hannibal? The Wendigo is the black deer-looking thing with the antlers that was in Hannibal. Oh, That's yeah, the Wendigo. Of course it was. Okay, right. So basically... So beast. Yeah, this movie was Bigfoot versus Wendigo. And <laughs> and it actually it was. wasn't terrible by by whose standards? By yours or yeah, by your or Brandon? He didn't. No, he didn't dislike it. It was definitely better than some of the shit that I watch for this podcast. It does only have a three point eight on um, IMDb. <laughs> but that's one of the lowest that we've is, ever. Oh, well, it's better it than some was, of the shit I've watched. It was three point eight. It yeah, was okay. cracking. It, for what it, for what it was, so it was a bunch of um, students who took cryptozoology because it was like an easy, an easy A or an easy course, and their professor and someone else, and they went up to a cabin somewhere. What did they call it? The dead month. So there, there's a month wherever this is, and loads of people go missing and die, and everyone assumes that it's because of Bigfoot. So they went there. To see if they could find Bigfoot. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was a lot more Wendigo stuff than it was Bigfoot stuff. And the makeup was actually pretty good. And it was pretty creepy in places. Didn't really care about the characters enough. But not like, oh, I want them to die. But just like a nice, I was going to say balance. Yeah, for what it was, the the Bigfoot makeup was better than I thought it was going to be. Obviously, when Bigfoot turns up, you're like, oh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> like, it's kind of dumb. But um, yeah, it was genuinely suspenseful and a bit creepy in places and the Wendigo effects and stuff were pretty good. So if you want a silly monster movie that's not as silly as things like Carousel and Killer Sofa, would recommend that. Was there a fight between the Wendigo and Bigfoot? And did it look like Power Rangers? No, it didn't look like Power Rangers. It was a bit more like, you were like, come on Bigfoot, fuck them up. It was pretty good. (laughs) It was a bit more like Kung Fu movie. Yeah, it was good. Kung Fu Bigfoot. Well, suddenly I'm on board. Or like action, you know, like at one point I wanted him to pick up someone and like snap his spine over their knee. It was that kind of fight. So would recommend that. Uh, We also watched a movie called Stuba. With Dave Bautista. 
Yes, with David Batista. Dave Batista is a detective and he is chasing some bad guys, but <laughs> he has eye surgery. It's just kind of weird. So he has eye surgery and then, so he's been on this case for years and years and years chasing this bad guy. And the day he has eye surgery, he gets a lead, but he can't drive because he can't really see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have had eye surgery. Do you not know about this film? <laughs> Damn. That's not a plot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if it's a good film or not. But it, was, like, it was fun. Okay. Like, it was, it was fine. Um, yeah, so he gets an Uber, and then he basically kidnaps Kamal Nanjani, who's the Uber driver. and To makes drive it, for him. Yeah, to drive for him. Yeah. And it's like a silly buddy, buddy cop, cop movie. Was Alanis Morissette the soundtrack? No, it's what? fairly new. Why would she be the soundtrack? Isn't it ironic that you had eye surgery oh. the day you needed that to drive? That was the bit that really annoyed me because I've had eye surgery and I can see straight away. And this was like, you won't be able to see for like 24 hours. I'm like, yes, you will. You can't yeah, drive you yourself You probably shouldn't have been driving. No, I wasn't allowed to drive, but I literally went shopping afterwards. I could see and he's like, oh, I can't share anything. That was fine. And then we watched Jungle Cruise, which was also a thing. Oh, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Jungle Cruise... Uh, Disneyland is a fun ride if you've ever been on it. If you get a really good, I don't know what they're called, Jungle Cruise tour guide, they tell the most stupid jokes, which were included in the movie. So I enjoyed that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Real authentic <laughs> well, experience. Yeah, there was, there, there was the jokes, jokes from. Yeah, the actual jokes from. If you get the right um, person running the ride, but they usually tell the same sort of jokes all the time and they were in the movie. Can we it get an was, example? Um. Oh, it doesn't. There's one where where you're on the boat and they take he takes you past the waterfall and then he's like, "I'm going to show you the most amazing thing ever." And you go under the waterfall and he's like, "It's the backside of water," and all this other. I can't think of any more examples. There's just really stupid jokes on it, and a few of them were included. Hmm, sounds great. Um, it was like kids Indiana Jones. It wasn't bad, but it was long. Dan said we keep complaining about movies being two hours long, and this was. Yes, I was going to say did. it was just over two hours, but with the credits it wasn't. But it felt really long. We kind of... Well, I'm not going to tell you anything, but we kind of got to the point where I thought that The Rock was... It felt like The Rock was fighting the big bad of the movie. Mm. And I paused it to, like, pee or something. And when I came back, I was like, how is there an hour left of this movie? It was almost, right. like, too... How how too long, long is it? Two, it's, over it, two hours. I think it was two hours seven, but when you... When, I think when I... You know, the credits started, it was just under two hours kind of thing I see but it was just I was like oh okay the, um, 2 hours 38 two, is it really 2 hours 38 no no wonder yeah. no so way yeah. there's yeah. no that's like a fucking that's like a Christopher Nolan <laughs> 2 hours 38 <laughs> what Pen? did it have Jesse Plemons in it it did have Jesse Plemons in it he was um, German which oh. in it um, he was very stereotypically German which was oh, no. a choice that they made. Um, How so, Pen? He just a very stereotypical German. He liked <laughs> he liked some German cuisine. No, he was just a super German accent and some interesting clothing choices. Lederhosen? Oh, not Lederhosen. They looked a little bit Nazi-ish to me, oh. to be honest, but. He had a sunbreak. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you know what was not good? Jack Whitehall. Mm. 
Jack Whitehall basically you... played himself as a posh twat, and he Can was terrible. Can someone ask? Tell me why he's in everything. Now. I'm not. I'm not trying to knock him, but suddenly this guy, who's <laughs> like a kind of average comedian from the UK, suddenly is in a bunch of American movies. I don't want understand. Another James I don't get Corden, it. I don't get it. Is it? I mean, is again, really they it? can take Jack Whitehall and fuck off with him, like they did with Corden. But he, <laughs> no, he does seem to be everywhere at the moment. And I don't like. He, yeah. he's not my choice. I rewatched. He's Clifford, uh, isn't he? He is, yeah, yeah, and I rewatched Good Omens recently, and he's in that as well. And I'm like, he was. How was he suddenly fucking cropped up everywhere? So he was also a bit like they kind of flipped the damsel in distress kind of thing. So Emily Blunt is a she might be an archaeologist. I don't know. She's a history lady, and she steals. This is only basic plot. She steals an arrowhead from Jesse Plemons, and she takes it to the jungle because it needs to go there because she's looking for a thing. And she takes her brother, Jack Whitehall, with her. So she, there's a whole thing about, because I don't know what year it's set in. But, um, they keep, I think they keep talking about like how the motor car is a new thing. So set in the past. I think it's set in the 30s, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. And they keep making a point, like um, throughout the movie, The Rock calls her pants because she's wearing trousers and she's a lady. Um, and yeah, Jack uh-huh. Whitehall is just this very British, posh, gay brother in it and he's all like oh no all my luggage and uh, i'm scared of the jungle and stuff so they've kind so of he's, flipped he's that playing himself around. yeah pretty much <laughs> that's yeah. a face from dan he's, i was trying to work out gay. what that meant yeah he's not yeah he, i don't think he's gay but um he's not he's not no but yeah that was a thing kids probably love it it was fine if you look to the left of the boat you'll see some very playful toucans they're playing their favorite game of beak wrestling the only drawback is only two can play There's two birds and those are two cans. And saying there's only two can play. Not one, but two can play. The rocks you see here in the river are sandstone. But some people just take them for granted. It's one of my bolder attractions. You know, before this, I used to work in an orange juice factory. But I got canned. Couldn't concentrate. Yeah, they put the squeeze on me too. That's a good one. I should have opened with that one. But other than that, I have a game. Dan was not here for the last time we played this. Oh my god! Um, so nervous. So here we go with another round of Lost in Translation. Do you remember this game, Dan? Not that you were here. Does this have a jingle? I can't remember. No, no, it doesn't. I don't make, I don't make jingles. This is where I make found. A jingle. This needs a jingle because this is going to be a returning game. It's cracking. I, I don't know if there are any more answers. I feel like I got all the good answers off the internet and I feel you like I don't a know if there's any more. There's fucking hundreds of thousands of films, Ben. Yeah, we but can no, not that are good. Answers. So, okay. So, this is where we have film titles, apparent film titles from in different languages that have been translated. But I was reading through these earlier and I feel like some of these can't be true because they're kind of silly that i think they're also a little more obvious than the first lot but we shall see did we do shouting names last time i can't remember we did yes andy you've got two very (laughs) you've got two very sharp pencils do you want to keep score yeah do i need why do i need two i don't know because you said you had two well i have got two but do i need what one pencil per person do whatever you like 
Yeah, it's because you sharpen two. I thought you might want to use them both equally so they don't get upset. Well, I was using one to write with and the other to play with a cat. <laughs> <laughs> what have I told you about trying to stick pencils in your cat's bum hole? Stop it! <laughs> Wasn't a bum hole, it was a mouth. <laughs> it's not a joke she Stop likes chewing it. on the ends of the pencils alright alright question go number one this is do you um, want to explain oh no you have explained the rules I have explained sorry it. continue <laughs> this is apparently a Spanish title for this film it is called The Night of the Cold Noses oh these are all popular films that I feel like people have seen and possibly a couple that I've feel like I know you both see. Night of the, the Cold Noses. The Night noses. of the Cold Noses. I feel like you guys have got to get your brains into this first. Oh, Sherlock's banging the bear. Ignore him. It's That's really hard to do. I don't know. What has cold That's noses? Really... Winter? <laughs> no, things that oh. have actual cold noses. Uh, oh, mm, oh. Dan. Dan. March of the Penguins. <laughs> no, but think along a similar line of bad. film and uh, theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, does Andy get a free shot? I feel like he sh yeah, should. Yeah, yes. I, I, I think it's dog related, but I can't think of any films with a dog. Oh, uh, what's the one? Snow Dogs. No, no they but you were, no. you were good with Go on the Dog theme oh, shit. go on the dog go on the dog that's what Sherlock's doing right now think of think of kids films with dogs in oh ready mm -hmm. <sighs> is yep. it Homeward Bound nope oh, literally dad any kids films with dogs in that was your guess <laughs> it was a good Jesus guess Christ. but it's wrong kids films with I dogs in I don't know I really you don't do know. know I don't I, I don't I really don't Andy, uh, I, I, I don't think... Okay, I, I've got some others. I'm happy to just shout out films with dogs on it. Oh, Is it Lady and the Tramp? No. Closer. You're getting warmer. <laughs> oh, what's the other What's the other one with dogs? Jenny Is would it be Oliver very... and Company? No, but keep going. Jenny would be very disappointed. Dan. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Cats and dogs. No, Andy was closer. Fucking hell. There's so lots of noses. Like... Oh, Andy. Yes. Is it 101 Dalmatians? Yes, it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was a stretch. Why have they not mentioned the spots Sorry. or the dark? Repeat that I get no, uh, the cold noses. It should be wet noses, really, but the night of the cold uh, noses is apparently 101 the... Dalmatians. Sidebar, oh, nobody, no listeners correct me because I got all this shit from the internet and now I didn't bother to fact check it. Number two. Great. This is apparently a Chinese film. Interplanetary unusual attack attack team. <laughs> Can't even say it. Andy. Yes. Is Andy. it Guardians of the Galaxy? It is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh Jesus Christ! Although I like that my handwriting hey. looks like it says interplanetary unusual attacky team. Okay, you can do this, Dan. You can you can bring this back. Oh stop it! You're just doing world reversal <laughs> on only me. Two. Only two in, and he's conceded only defeat. Only two in. <laughs> I think this might be my favourite. Uh, the happy dumpling to be who talks and solves agricultural problems. This is a Hong <laughs> Kong movie. Wow. I want to see that film. Wow. The happy dumpling to be 
who talks and solves agricultural problems. Agricultural, agricultural and you both problems. Know this. Uh, agricultural. You've got, it, you've got to get what, on a farm. Yep. I must be Dan. Yes, Dan. Animal farm. No. <laughs> no. No. Um. Uh, Your brain's getting it's... in the right place. It's not a short, is it? No, these are all real feature films. Is it Chicken it Run? It is not. The happy dumpling to be who talks and solves oh, agricultural I've got it. problems. I've got it! I've got it! It's one of Dan's favourite films, isn't it? It is one of Dan's favourite films! It's got Go a talking duck in it, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's bloody babe, isn't it? Dan. Yeah. No, <laughs> coming from Peru, is slightly <laughs> pregnant. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Coming from Peru is slightly pregnant. I right. think this one's okay. quite uh, obvious. It's slightly pregnant is, quite is the title. Yeah. I've, I it, mean, I feel like I've got it. But I don't... Slightly pregnant, is it? Yeah. yeah. The movie from is from Peru. It's called Slightly Pregnant. Slightly pregnant. Slightly. What the fuck is slightly pregnant? How do you define slightly pregnant? I think you're thinking uh, into it too much. Was it? Did it come out in about 2006, 2007, 2008? I think so. It sounds like it would. Dan. Yes, Dan. Bambi. What Where the? Where was there pregnancy in Bambi? Where did that come from? Because Bambi's like a. No, you're overthinking it. I don't know. I don't know. Think about a film where someone hard. is pregnant. Yeah, not Bambi. The whole premise There's is someone so being many. pregnant. The whole premise. The whole premise of the film is being is some is around someone being Dan. pregnant. Dan. Dan. Yes, Dan. Knocked up. Yes, Dan. <gasps> Is that what you had, Dan? Come on. Yeah, about 18 minutes ago. <laughs> All right. Number five. I'm getting the hang of it now. Here comes the comeback. Okay. Here we yeah, go. We're at, so we're halfway. <laughs> Number five. This one is from France. This one's just called, and it's going to make Dan really annoyed, I think. It's just called Sexy Dance. Dan. Yes, Dan. Dirty dancing. No, but good shout. What was this? What's this? Mm. But and like Andy said, it's the whole premise of it is dancing. So you were close with that first one. Can I go again? Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. Want, Just yeah. keep shouting. Um, Saturday Night Fever. Nope. It Damn. is probably an early 2000s film. Does that help? Uh... Is it a Ooh. film we've seen? Is it a film that I like? You've seen it. Alright. Handy. Is <laughs> yes, it Bring Andy. It On? No, but it's very close. Maybe you oh. haven't seen it. Because maybe I got it confused with Bring It On. But I feel like you have seen it. But it's very similar to Bring It On. Alright. Is it Step Up? Yeah, it is Step Up. <laughs> have you seen Step Up? No. no but, oh, I thought but, that was the one you really liked, so that's my fault. No, bring it on. It's bring on's a fucking phenomenal film. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't seen either, so either one. Oof. If you get this one, I'll be impressed. This is uh, mm -hmm. a Hong Kong version of a film, mm -hmm. and it's called So You're a Lawyer. It doesn't really have anything to do with being a lawyer, so I don't know how you're going to get it, but it made me laugh. Okay. We need well, a that's... clue or something. We're, we're going to be here all day. <laughs> no, I think Some... we can work this one out. Just cross oh, out the films with lawyers and think around so people in a... suits. <laughs> like, it could really... be the Wolf of Wall Street. Think... nope. 
Mm, I included it because it made me laugh because I like it. Do you have a year? Can we get a year at least? Oh, the line caller? Can we need I, something? I'm so glad I, play, I do this game because well. I don't fucking know. Uh, 1994. <laughs> I don't even think there's any lawyers in it. 94, 94, okay. <laughs> it's a penny film from 1994 called So You're a Lawyer that has nothing to do with lawyers that I could Dan? Yes, Dan. <laughs> when did sc Scream? That was 96. <laughs> when it came out. Um, yeah. Okay. Andy hates this movie. I'm just going to keep trying to give you more clues. What? I was going to say Meet Joe Black, Andy. but I'm indifferent to that. Uh, features the same actor as Meet Joe Black. 1994 film. Okay. Dan. Oh, Dan. Oh no, that was way too late if it was 94. It's a penny film that Andy doesn't like and Brad Pitt's in it. Seven? No, no. that's too late. Oh, shit. Uh, early. <sighs> I, I know no. it. I think uh, I know uh, it. Uh, yeah. Andy, is it Thelma and Louise? No. Think more Shit. penny. <laughs> this is really more hard penny. to get close. Um, I don't think Brad Pitt's it's, in it. Oh, it's, it's, it's a horror not a faculty, it, is it? No, but the it is... The Brad Pitt thing is fucking with me. It yeah. is a horror movie. I just cannot think of any horror films he was in in the 90s. Yeah. You can, I don't know but any. you hate it. Yeah, but what do you mean I hate it? I can't think of anything from the 90s that I hate. Based on a book. Dan. Yes, Dan. I don't know if he was in this, but The Bone Collector? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where I don't does know that come he... from? Morgan Freeman's in it, right? I can't uh, remember. Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt, obviously the same person. I don't know. I can't remember. I just Bone Collector came to my mind. Should we give what? up on this one? What? No, 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 no. I think we're getting closer. If it's a book that I hate... I don't know if you hate the book. The um, one more clue. Yeah, one Is more clue. Is it a film that we've seen? I think so. I feel like because you don't like it, so you must have seen it. Um, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. What? Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise in a now horror film from the 90s. Now you've made me doubt that that's a thing, but it is. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> Dan. Yes, Dan. Interview with a vampire. Yes, Dan. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> of course it is. Let's go. Is it? What do you of mean, course of course it is. It, I mean, only of course it is from the clues. I'm assuming... No, as in, yeah, I hate the, it. I wouldn't have called well, it a yeah. horror, though. That really, wow. yeah, well, it's a pit. I was, I was like, thinking it's, like, it's a drama horror on IMDb. I'm assuming it's called So You're a Lawyer because they confused Christian Slater with a lawyer rather than an interviewer, or it is just Possibly. a terrible translation. Maybe. Possibly, yeah. Okay. Um, how about this one from France? Mum! So annoyed. <laughs> Mum! I missed the plane! Andy. Yes, Andy. Home Alone? It is Home Alone. Even though there weren't Shit. any planes in Home Alone. Yeah, there was. They get on a plane was and go yeah, to there Paris. Was. Yeah. Oh, and he but he that there was no airport in that, was it? He didn't even get in the bus. Kevin! No, he that missed bit. the plane because he didn't get on the plane. Oh. Mm-hmm. Home, Home Alone 2 is my favourite. Um This one is from Hong Kong. This is called Big Dumb Monkey Man keeps whacking tree with genitals. 
Done. Death's done. Bonus point. Tarzan? Oh no, you've gone and the wrong way. You have, and you can have a bonus point yeah. if you can sing me the theme what? song. No. I'm ah. happy to take the loss on this one. Okay. No, I thought I'm happy about for it. him to sing. You did I think thought about, about it. To sing. Yeah. But no, I'm just going to concede this one and let Dan try and work it out as we all know what it is. Oh, fuck. I'm not a human experiment. Give me a break. I'm fucking tired. Um, We're all tired, mate. It's like Tarzan, but he's not called Tarzan. He is a big dumb monkey man who keeps whacking his tree. Whacking a tree. George of the Jungle. Yes. Does Do you Dan want a bonus, a bonus point, point if you sing me the theme song? George, George, George of the jungle, strong as he can be. Watch out for that tree. I sold out Worth right there. It. You, so you needed just to. sold out. You Love needed it. to for the points. I've got yep, two I left. Things I do for the internet. <laughs> From China. This one is, um, I will marry a prostitute and save money. <laughs> Sorry. That put me <laughs> I will marry what a, a prostitute. That's just what and save a title money. Is. That's like one of our fucking titles for a podcast. It is. Uh, that's an episode title right there. Jeez. Uh, Andy. Yes, Andy. I think I think we're oh, on this one, don't we? I know where this is. Shit. Just pretty woman. It is pretty woman. All right. You. I don't know. I don't know what the scores are because I really wasn't writing them down. But you can do this one. You can do it, Dan. The last yeah, one. Thanks. China. It's just called. He's a ghost. Dan. Yes. Ghost. No. <laughs> oh my god! That's the most obvious one! Andy. <laughs> yes, Andy. No. What's the other film where someone is a ghost, Dan? Spend the whole film working out whether they're a ghost? It's a very... <sighs> yeah, I know. It's the Sixth Sense. Yeah. It is The Sixth Sense, which how mad would you be Fucking if hell. you went to I see a I film called He's a Ghost and that was supposed yeah. to be the surprise? <laughs> <found> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the twist ruined. Yeah, um, I don't know what the scores are, Andy. Uh, at the end of the round, the scores are four points to Dan, seven to Andy. Andy has played before, though. If that helps, Dan. I can't believe that just wasn't Ghost. I mean, I was so confident with that. I think maybe that was good, but he wasn't a ghost all the way through, was he? No. He was a person and then he was a ghost. Yeah, but it's like saying the obvious statement, oh, by the way, nudge, nudge, yeah, he's but- now a ghost <laughs> or something. Yeah, but like... Oh, no, I was going to use that as an example, but that's not a good one. It's just called ghost. It came into my mind. First thing was ghost. It's still, it's still not um, the young people who traverse dimensions whilst wearing sunglasses, though, is it? It's going to be my favourite No, that is, that is the best one I think we've ever had. Yeah. Mm. So that was... Lost in translation. If I can find any more, maybe we'll do it again. But okay, who knows? Dan looks particularly Not. defeated now. Now and the worst part like... is, we're going to talk about a film that he hated. <laughs> oh yes, ah. this is a great mm. episode for me. I guess. <laughs> um, film out of the hat. Swear we regrettably take a film out of a hat. Randomly, <laughs> regrettably. I mean, we don't regrettably take it out. It, we take it out, and then it's the regret. Most times, it's been regret. It must have been. No, we all enjoyed Parasite. There must be more than one that we all enjoyed. That enjoying. was months ago. That was last that was year. There's gonna be one we all enjoyed. I can't remember the last one we all enjoyed. Do you? Crash. 
No. no. Fuck off. No one enjoyed that. Santa with muscles? <laughs> maybe. Cr- Santa with muscles. Maybe kind of- Crank. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I think we did all like Crank. kind of enjoyed. Yeah, Crank was episode like- 17. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, I don't. This is what. I don't know the list. Uh, we need the the problem is is our list when we kind of redid it for people that don't know. We were like, let's put half shit films and put half good. But so far, it seems to be just. Didn't we all quite liked Vanilla Sky, didn't we? Yeah, I liked Vanilla Sky again. That, that was, was number quite twenty. Early on. I'm looking at the list that we've yeah. done and we haven't really filled it all in yet, so I don't. Know. I'm really thinking like yeah. this year. Has there been anything this year that we've enjoyed? No. Uh, Batman. Yeah, 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 for its, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not critically acclaimed, but I enjoyed it's fun the first like half an hour, didn't I? 40 minutes, and then I was bored. What about Penny like Power Rangers? No, oh, Triple I X, did, I, I liked Power yeah, Rangers, yeah, I love Triple X. There you go. Anyway, <sighs> this week was uh, was uh, 2014 film chosen by Andy. Uh, called Tusk. It's directed and written by Kevin Smith, who previously, as some people know, done Giants Aren't Bob and Clerks. Um, this was a film that I learned from these two that came out of an idea that came out of one of their po- one of the podcasts that Kevin Smith is in, the Smodcast, mm-hmm. I believe it's called. Yeah. And they came up with this idea about a, it was an article on Gumtree that they. Yeah, they saw the they saw an article on Gumtree that essentially said someone was looking for a housemate to live with them, and they would have okay. free accommodation and like a a salary and the run of the house, provided they would dress up as a walrus for two hours a, a day, an hour a day. But unfortunately, it was a fake Gumtree ad. I learnt today. It was. So Kevin Smith and co decided, you know what, that's a good film idea. So let's make a movie out of it. And um, yeah, See, let's get so into it. Just the thing is, were you still listening to Smodcast at this point, Andy? Did you ever listen yeah, to it? Yeah, I remember yeah. listening to it when it came out and thinking this is fucking hilarious. But I yeah. can't find it. I've, I've looked on all the usual places. I'd oh, it's episode 239. Um, 259 359 sorry are they not online anymore 259 259 Um, I have a bunch somewhere if anybody wants me to have a look I think I had a bunch when I moved computers but um, they're not in the I think they didn't have an archive yeah they do but I can't find it looks like it might be on Stitcher but I can't find it on like Spotify or elsewhere I mean it's from 2014 so like it's old 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 because they did he did this with Red State as well, and I was really excited for Red State because they were playing clips of it on the podcast and stuff. And then I watched Red State and hated it. And even this, I was like, oh, well, this could be good. Like, I, <laughs> this film made me really angry. But I don't remember thinking at the time, oh, this is fucking ridiculous. Why is he doing this? Which is what I think now I've seen it. <laughs> so our plot is uh, best friends, Wallace and Teddy, they host a popular podcast show called The Nazi Party. Now, the way I'm spelling that for people who haven't seen the film is N-O-T with a hyphen S-double-E party. Also, sorry. One that's kind of obvious. One, why is Kevin Smith obsessed with Nazis? Because there were Nazi sausages in fucking yoga hoses. 
But also, do we think he's he was only called Wallace because then he could be Wally the Walrus? Yes. It really annoyed me. <laughs> that's Sorry. that's one hundred percent why. It's fucking stupid. But yeah, why is he obsessed with Nazis? So I, I mean, without being nerdy about it, there are many, many Easter eggs in this that I will point out some of, but not all of. But that is one of them. Some of them weren't very subtle. No, but then I won't, well, I suppose when you point them out, Dan won't know that they were inside jokes. So I'd be interested to see if he just didn't notice. I was in my happy place while I was watching this film and not in a good way. Anyway, so the the plot is, is it like the idea of the film those two co-hosts of a of a podcast and uh immediately was right at home with why i was watching this film because of a podcast and um they find however on their podcast uh humiliating videos viral videos and they kind of mock people uh, and laugh about people who have really devastating let's put that <laughs> viral yeah. videos in some cases yeah. like Viral videos that you probably wouldn't, uh, probably would be taken off the internet as soon as possible. But in this universe, they are very much available and available to these guys, including um, a guy they find called the Kill Bill Kid, <laughs> who is an internet celebrity famous for severing his legs with a katana while he's trying to do, if anyone's seen that Star Wars Kid video, yeah. where he's mm -hmm. just swinging around a lightsaber, but this time with katanas and he chops his legs off in the video in the film uh and they find it hilarious so they're like let's go find this kid uh in canada and interview him did we say and, that uh, teddy was played by Haley joel osmond sorry because i actually really he enjoyed him nice. in this speaking of he's a ghost uh, justin long was very good at being particularly unlikable in this i think he's really underrated i really like him because that's the whole point he was Oh, he was such a dick in this, but he was very good at being. He a dick. played the podcast douchebag pretty yeah. well, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a note somewhere. I'm like, are we going to be this much of a dick, like of dicks, when we get famous? No, we won't okay. be. We are famous. But, I mean, we've spoken like <laughs> Penn, We've spoken to Marcus Parks, and he was fucking lovely. Oh, he was lovely. Let's see. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so what? <laughs> Wallace ends up going uh, to Canada to. Uh, kind of surprise the kid and it ends up uh, ending up there. Uh, he ends up going there to find out that the Kill Bill kid committed suicide as there's a funeral as he gets there. And he's like, oh shit, now I can't do the interview. Yeah, he calls him uh, a selfish prick or something, doesn't he? Very yeah. selfish he's prick, He's like, yeah. I paid 500 uh, bucks for this flight. Like, he couldn't have waited <laughs> two more days. But he didn't... The thing was, he never... Yeah, he didn't call him beforehand to say, can we interview? He just was going to turn up anyway and oh, just okay. hope. I thought, yeah, because that's why the vibe I got. Oh, I thought he'd, like, planned it. Because like, he was later on, he's like, he reached out... When his girlfriend is having a go at him for exploiting these people, he's like, he reached out to me. He passed on Oprah Winfrey for an interview, but he reached out to me. So I figured he knew it was coming. Oh. So, yeah, he's upset that he flew to Canada for nothing. Uh, so he decides to see if he can find another person for an interview. Uh, he finds a, a handbill from someone offering a room in his home for free and the guarantee of hearing interesting stories. He finds this in a bathroom or a toilet in the men's in uh, in a bar and he just sees it while he's having a piss and he's sort of like, oh, this guy sounds interesting. I'm going to go to his house and see what happens. Uh, and he ends up at the mansion of Howard Ho, a retired seaman 
Seaman. 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 I like that his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter are in the. So he's on the phone to. What's his name? Howard. Howard. Yeah. He's yeah. The trying to man. work out the address. Like, yeah, trying to work out where he is, and he's got that sets them up for yoga hoses, which could have been really good, and then Kevin Smith ruined it. Um, also, his ringtone is Ralph Garman's. It's a it's a bit from Hollywood Babylon, isn't it? It's Ralph Garman's yeah. impression of Al Pacino, Al Pacino, which really annoyed me. <laughs> and my other note just says Justin Long's Matthew McConaughey is better than Dan's. Thags. Yeah, that is true. The the woman that he leans on to write the uh, note pen is Secret Stashley. Oh, didn't know that. I'm not getting any of these no. fucking references. I'm no, just going to be sat here with the audience. No. I'm sorry, audience. I don't get this shit at all. So well, the I'm audience will get it if they're a Kevin Smith fan. It's a bit like all the Marvel Easter eggs you don't get. All right. <laughs> 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 sorry, I haven't watched nine films before this one. Anyway, uh, Howard lives in uh, yeah in a mansion, and he's he's by himself. He's got a lovely place, nice little fire, a nice little living room area it's very well kind of kept and stuff but he lives by himself in this big big house and stuff and uh howard ends up telling a story of uh he tells a bunch of stories a little i I can't remember them to be honest but he the main kind of story he kind of tells him is how he met a walrus when he was younger and I think he ends up like stranded at sea and he he ends up going on an iceberg or something and then he was Hemingway, isn't it yeah. That's it, yeah. Yeah, uh, D-Day. Yeah. Bunch of stories. Now, at this point, I was kind of like guessing what the twist or the thing is here because I knew you guys were like, oh, you won't the reveal and all this kind of stuff. So I was thinking at the same time, I was like, it sounds like this guy is making up, especially with his eye movements and his facial movements. It sounded mm. very like he was very much like, oh, yeah, I met er- Ernest Hemingway. And, you know, he used to say that motto, you know, that motto he used to say. And, oh, he said it to me first and uh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And he's, like, he's sort of slow hmm. to react, isn't he? Like he gets a, something yeah. back from Wallace and then he pauses for like half a second and then reacts as if gauging yeah. what what the outcome should be. He also offers him tea during this point. I would say, and um, never take tea from strangers. From strangers. I mean, I don't drink tea, <laughs> but just seems like life one hundred and one. Yeah, Wallace kind of enjoys it a little bit. He's like, "Oh, this is interesting. Mm. Yum, yum, yum." It's like this is the best drink tea up. I've ever had. Best tea in the world. Yeah, the main kind of overarching story is Howard tells him about how he met a walrus, uh, who he named Mister Tusk, uh, who rescued him after a shipwreck. A shipwreck. Sorry. And he basically survived in the kind of pouch of the walrus while he was, when he met Mr. Tusk. Because he says he was beautiful as well, doesn't he? He's like, he says, oh, that's cute. And he's like, no, cute is for Chinese babies. This one, Mr. Tusk was beautiful. And then he called him Marcus. And Michael Parks uh, was incredible in this. The fact that he's such an amazing actor and he's doing this shit. He's like, what? Uh, he was incredible. Yeah, he was really good. R.I.P. It says at some point that during the shipwreck, it made him wonder. Life's biggest question, is man indeed a walrus at heart? And I'm like, I don't no. think I've ever thought about that. 
No. Who asked that question? No one. Kevin Smith did, obviously. No one asked this question. Lots of conversation. And to be honest, I would say that the, the opening and this kind of like conversation bit and stuff that you're kind of wondering, what's this guy's deal, the whole thing, I actually quite enjoyed. I was trying to figure out a lot of things about this guy and I was like, there's something off, there's something strange, there's something not quite right here going on and it yeah. kind of was quite interesting. However, <laughs> we get into... The next bit where Wallace, uh, still drinking his tea, is starting to kind of fade in and out of consciousness a little bit. He's, his eyes are going a bit tired. He's still yeah. drinking his tea and he's starting to kind of fall nearly Sleepy off tea. his chair a little bit. Sleepy tea. And eventually he ends up uh, passing out on the floor. Now, the next day, Wallace wakes up to find himself strapped to a wheelchair still kind of passed out at this point and Howard kind of comes up to him and says oh yeah yeah, you just passed out and you know it was, must have been tired from the travelling or whatever bitten by, a, bitten by a spider a brown recluse bitten by a spider because Kevin Smith it, is yeah. terrified of putting his jorts on because he read an article that someone got bitten by a brown recluse spider so there was a point on Smodcast where that's he would talk about them all the time and how he was so scared of them which is another easter egg I guess. Well, now that's going to put me off putting shorts on, Ben. Thanks for that. You just got to check. You just got to shake them out and check. There's no sprouters. Spr- there's no spiders no spider that are that deadly brown in re- fucking. I don't know. Do UK. we get brown recluses? No, we get false widows. I think they're not brown yeah. recluses. We get house spiders. We're okay. not all as brave as you, mate. We can't yeah, all defend spiders. spiders. Just because you two got turned on by me taking out a spider once. Ooh, a wave of very poisonous arousing. brown recluse spiders have. Swept across the UK in recent years. So, uh, oh for fuck's sake, Pen! Why with at least two children claiming to have been bitten? <laughs> There's also snakes in England, in case people didn't realise. <laughs> anyway, yeah, next shake, be like, oh out. yeah, there's fucking alligators in lakes and shit. Don't yeah, go sh- swimming in the sea because there's great whites. Well, Why are just, you trying to freak just me shake out? out your pants and your shorts before you put them on? You'll be fine. Wallace strapped to his uh, wheelchair and uh, starting to kind of wake up a little bit. Ends up uh, kind of saying oh, something weird about my leg or something. And he ends up like removing this blanket over him. And his left leg is amputated. Mm. So Howard, Howard reveals that um, he can still walk. Uh, he ends up actually talking about how when he got bitten he had to because there was no doctor available and then he had to, like, doctor. Had to get rid of it doctor. there was a doctor, doctor but then he had to go <laughs> wasn't it Moosier? I thought it was like a Canadian thing or was it a Scott Mosier thing no it's a Scott Mosier thing oh. Mosier yeah and they was like he had to stop the poison getting to your heart so he cut off your leg and then he was like why, why aren't I in a hospital and he's like oh well hospitals are full of diseases so he thought it best to keep you here and he's like okay i need my phone he's like oh well dr mosier accidentally stepped on it and smashed it he's like well let me use your phone he's like oh well the doctor didn't want you to be disturbed so he removed all the houses the houses all the phones from the house and i was just like this is uh how we're at this point as well he's kind of his his voice is getting louder as well as he's trying to it's kind of like he's when he's trying to explain because he's uh, getting asked all these questions of how the fuck did this happen and uh, Wallace is getting more and more kind of just angry and he's just like what mm. What the fuck kind of thing what are you doing and at the same point Al- uh, Howard kind of changes from this kind of quiet 
old man character to a bit like a bit more like louder and a bit more like uh i guess impactful with his voice a little bit um yeah the strange thing is starting now <laughs> so the strangeness of it is gonna start at this point they end up having a dinner together where wallace is kind of sat on one end of the table and howard's sat on the other and he's wallace is not eating and he's just staring at him and he's like what the fuck am i doing here like seriously what the fuck am i doing here wallace gets really angry to the point where howard just gets out of his chair doesn't need the wheelchair that was all just a little bit of a ruse so yeah how reveals he can walk and he ends up uh talking more about walrus plans as one of his plans is to make a walrus <laughs> again it was a bit like but when the doctor is explaining <laughs> to the people in human centipede yeah i got very human centipede kind of vibe like, this a little bit like i've written before that i'm like it should be creepy like we all know i don't like body horror so this doesn't sit particularly well with me anyway but like mm. the whole the whole thought of someone doing that to you is fucking terrifying like the tone of this movie maybe like you know when andy said like you when you listen to it on the podcast it sounded fucking hilarious yeah. And I still think people think this is funny, whereas I don't. It's kind of like the saw thing. You know, you wake up and your head's in a saw trap or you're in the middle yeah. of nowhere and someone's cut off your leg and then he's telling you he's going to turn you into a walrus. is fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know whether that's why I don't really like this film because I don't find that funny. I, f I found all the walrus stuff very unnerving and unsettling and very creepy he did a really good job of that stuff but i don't know whether that's because i overthink that bit uh, cat found the same thing when we watched oh. it she found the walrus to be particularly troubling yeah i did not like it and i don't know whether people find this film funny and i've missed the point and but yeah just him explaining like oh yeah i'm gonna turn you into a fucking walrus you're like what that's horrific yeah he plans to fit walrus a uh, walrus wallace uh into a perfectly constructed walrus costume in an attempt to recreate mr tusk it's made of human skin as well isn't it i have questions made of human skin about it which is a bit later on because obviously we haven't seen it yet but it is i've written how does it work like he's in it but he's obviously attached to it we'll get to but, it not there yet yeah i don't wouldn't it rot I, I have many care. fucking questions. Yeah. After war, I'm just trying to get through this fucking first bit. Uh, so yeah, after war with Sensei, he ends up getting his phone back because uh, uh, Howard took his phone when he was knocked unconscious. Uh, he ends up sending a a voicemail to his girlfriend Ali, who we kind of didn't mention before, but he ends up sending like a voicemail when he's uh, whispering to her, saying, "I need help. I don't know where I am." And this I'm man's cut off my house. leg. He's cut off my leg. Um, meanwhile, though, quite interesting enough, Teddy and Ali are kind of, uh, what's going on there? They're doing a fuck, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. They're they're doing do a f are they yeah, doing a fuck? They are. Because yeah. there's a whole yeah. scene of her. I don't, did anyone not? She's crying and all well, that kind of stuff. And... First of all, it's her crying and saying about what a dick he is and you don't, did you get who she was <laughs> you talking don't know to? She 
Yes. I didn't. I I I didn't at first because I was like, what? No, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was a podcast host guy because I didn't know he was leading a double life. I guess because throughout this there are flashbacks, aren't there? So this was not the first yeah. flashback. But yes. yeah, I couldn't work yeah, out yeah. if I knew it was Teddy because I'd already seen it because I saw it that long ago. I can't remember. But yeah, she's no, talking no, I about. It was, she's talking about was quite Wallace. Obvious. Yeah, Wallace being a dickhead. And cheating on her, cheating on her and stuff, and she's like, "Oh, I can't live without you." And then it turns out she's talking to Teddy, and they're doing a bang. Yeah. So mm. they they're kind of sick of, I guess, Wallace's shits of being a shit, right? Yeah. Both of them, and or at least Teddy is kind of, I don't know if he's just being like, "Oh, I can get with her now because I can be that in that friend zone, but not really in that friend zone kind of thing." Nah, he loves her. They're banging. <laughs> Does he? Oh, yeah. well, I got okay. the impression that out of the two of them, Wallace had changed the most. And he'd yeah. gone from like the spotty little stand up who wasn't being very successful to big yeah. podcast host and swinging a big dick around like he's Joe Rogan. You know? <laughs> There, yeah. there's there's those flashbacks when they're kind of Ali and Wallace are lying in bed and stuff and he's kind of like acting like a dickhead really throughout the whole entire thing to her yeah and she's like um, this isn't the person I fell in love with and yeah yeah and he says to Teddy that he's only going to see her before he goes so he can get his underwear yeah, yeah. little did his know his dick would always be wet from then on oh how long you been sitting on that about that's, four that's and a half seconds oh. now where that Wallace is in danger Ali and Teddy <laughs> end up flying to Canada now this is the first complaint I have mm-hmm. right this is a major one who the fuck charges their phone in a fucking toilet both phones in a toilet I and agree. leaves them there overnight I agree mm. I can't fucking get over that that I know such a small fucking stupid minute detail but holy fuck, it annoyed me so much that both uh, fucking Ali and Teddy had both of their phones overnight while Wallace was leaving these voicemails and trying to call them. But they never got hold of him into the morning because they charged their phones in the bathroom. I think it's absolute insanity. I, do you know what? I had an argument with a mate of mine recently because <laughs> she turns her phone off at 10 p.m. every night. What? That's fine. That's fine. I it's just the same premise, get... though. Like, you can't get hold of her after 10pm. What if there's an emergency, but though? We asked her this question, and she said, oh, your phone... Your phone oh, I'm not specifically not saying names, because I know that they will both listen, so... Oh, the other half. That is odd. Yeah. However, sort out, guys. Come on. The thing is, all they could have done would have just been, like, they were just banging, so they didn't hear that. They could have just done that and been, like, they were banging or they were in bed. Yeah, it... They didn't need it to... It feels like an... It was overcomplicated. Yeah, it yeah. feels like an overkill yeah. excuse for them not to answer the phone. Like, I, I know it's such a minute thing, but welcome to the podcast. We discuss the minute things in films. <laughs> um, but it's like, I, I just, it just annoys me so I guess so maybe they needed a why were the phones not next to their, next to the bed. I know, but yeah. it's Yeah, just... it was stupid. Either way. So, yeah, they find out he's in danger in the morning after doing a fuck, obviously, because they had their phone. Doing a cry, then doing a fuck. Then doing a fuck. So they end up... uh, He ends up... The the only clue he kind of... (laughs) The only clue they kind of give to him is that he obviously was in Canada, and that's all they kind of know. He was... He gave a brief description of where he was and stuff, but they don't know where he is. So they end up... Ali and Teddy end up 
fly into Canada. The premise of their podcast is that Teddy doesn't fly. So yeah, he never leaves New Jersey. Yeah, so Wallace goes and talks to people and then he doesn't record it, does he? He just explains no, it to Teddy. He just explains it and then shows him That's the video. That's also yeah. and weird Teddy... that he wouldn't record it. Yeah. That's also strange, right? So it's like if I went and met someone and then I'd come back and explain it to you, but that was their whole podcast. But then I was like, does he just not fly because he stays at home with uh, with Ali? Or is partially he... that. Uh, or is it? Partially that and partially an homage to Wolf Lanigan. Oh, of course it is. Oh, I'm so stupid. Of course it is. Another, Dan has no idea what's going on. Dan. But of Again, course it is. Listeners, I'm so, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, so I'm with you I here. I like to think I'm that if Kevin was in danger, I don't know if Walt would, Walt wouldn't fly to Canada. He would like be like, is this He'd seriously? Send Brian, no. he? He'd be like, is, can anyone else not go? Yeah. Oh, He'd send Brian J. Yeah. He'd literally send anyone else. <laughs> Back at the mansion, Howard <laughs> continues to, uh, well, he ends up uh, mutilating and altering Wallace uh, as he's kind of unconscious. And we get the first glimpse in a very slow scene of him kind of stitching up Wallace in various different ways and body parts. And we see the first beginnings of the walrus, Mr. Tusk, being made. And um, he ends up telling his backstory as well, Howard, while... Wallace is unconscious, uh, how he was physically and sexually abused for five years uh, by the clergy who fostered him. Uh, he ends up sewing Wallace. What's that got to do with walruses, though, isn't it? No, I think it's a real thing. The Duplessis orphans were real. So, but- so I think the context is that as a way to avoid having to pay for orphanages, they declared them as mentally unfit and then they were taken in by clergy and churches. Oh, okay. Right. So you've you've got and like that's why he thousands of young children now with potentially suspects, let's say, people of the cloth, and that's what happened to them. So and I think this is the- relatively accurate. I think this probably hmm. did happen yeah. to a lot of people. So since he was that age, he was uh, had mental issues. So even so, from his growing up, like do you, so, I'm guessing all these stories, except for Mr. Tusk story, is true. But the rest of them, possibly not, right? All the stories he told. Well, he said he left home at 16, went to America, yeah, and then joined the Navy. I think just to get as far away from Canada as possible. So it's possible that the Hemingway stuff and the Mr. Tuskeski stuff is 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 true. But I think right. a lot of it is like a, a a terrible childhood where he was beaten mm. and raped and abused. And whether that, yeah. you know, whether he was unwell mentally or whether it was uh, an onset of the abuse he suffered I, is not confirmed. But I think that is what they're implying is that this, right. he's taken a turn since then. This is why the tone of this film confuses me. And I don't know whether it's it confuses me as well because I know Kevin Smith made it. Like, and he's like, oh, this is... like." And after the credits of the movie, they play the bit from the podcast and they're laughing about it and this is fucking hilarious. And I'm like, none of this yeah. is funny. And I don't mean it's that not- in a, oh, this shit isn't funny. I'm like, this is terrifying. I don't... It's got a bit of... Um- it's got a bit of a placenta vibe to it to me because some of it is really dark and bleak. Yeah. But then the visuals are... Not funny, but just unusual. 
It's a beautiful like a looking sad film. Placenta. Some of the shots are gorgeous, um, yeah. yeah. Particularly it's, the montage where he's sewing him in and telling this horrendous story. Yeah, about it's his really youth. um classy looking for lack of a yeah. better word. And then the tone changes and it gets fucking ridiculous. He sues or sews Wallace into a walrus costume and we get our first glimpse of him in a walrus costume made of human skin. Uh, We see even like pieces of head on his... We see his tail. We see his tusks. We see... Ah, uh, yeah, he's, he's got everything. There's like yeah. ears and faces. That's what I didn't get because he wants he wants Wallace to be sustainable walrus. He wants to turn him uh-huh. into a walrus and stay a walrus. But how does that yeah work with all of this skin? Like it would have to be he's, he's treated. not a walrus though. No, but like all the human skin, I guess, would have to be treated. Otherwise, it would. But you can rot. You can make leather out of skin, That's out of true. human skin. And then he's just, so then he's just, so let's uh, pretend it's like human leather. And then he's attached. Yeah. He's, because he's obviously now, so Wallace has no legs and Howard his has sewn his arms, like at the, just before the elbow, he's sewn them to his body. So he would waddle like a penguin. Sorry. <laughs> Not a funny visual. And then sewn him into this like leather costume. Complete with tusks made from tibia bones from Wallace's oh, yeah. severed legs. Oh, he cuts his tongue out as well, doesn't he? <laughs> and he cuts he his tongue out, out so he can't really talk. He can only uh, Honest. roar like a walrus. So so the reveal, I was talking to my mum about this today and I was like, it's one of the most horrific things I've ever seen because I told her I was going to have to watch this and she was like, wow, and you've seen some shit. And I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got, they have the, the walrus enclave is what it's called because I also watched the making of documentary after this. Um, which is this terrifying concrete room with a? Is it a moat or is it a pool? Like a pool? I think it's a it's a pool with he, like a small sort of island at one end. And he's yeah, chained pond a rock. Yeah, and he's chained to it to start with, isn't it? And you can just yeah, you can just hear. So Justin Long is obviously in this makeup, and he's got these fake tusks attached to his face and whatever and he is just screaming but it's obviously not a person scream it's like an animal walrus scream and you can just hear him screaming and then you get a very like a big close-up of his fucking face and it's and it still looks like justin long kind of yeah like and obviously it's it's got human eyes yeah because it's his eyes I think what makes it feel more sinister is the fact that it's just a bare concrete room with the mm. sound of seagulls on oh, yeah. coming through speakers and like a projector showing waves and stuff. And it is, it is sinister. Has his own pool. Ah, break glass half full there, Dan. <laughs> so I gotta do something. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Meanwhile, local detective puts Ali and Teddy in touch with Guy Le Ponte. Hang on, hang who on, hang is on. Johnny... Ralph Garman is another Easter egg, sorry. He is the detective. Oh, fine. Yeah, Guy Le Ponte is a do, character Do you love how made. this is one of those films Dan doesn't like, so he's half-assing the plot and things again and getting annoyed when we add stuff? He hasn't done this no, for ages. Because, no, no, I think it's just because no you and gonna I... No one's going to know these references. They you are, and I are because Kevin Smith it. fans know this shit. Which will be zero after this film. So just, just before they, we move on... 
Gilapon Gilapoint is uh, a character from another episode where they're talking about Oh, yeah, he is, isn't he? Uh, detective in Canada who... A real-life yeah. detective, I believe, in Canada who solves a maple syrup crime. Yes, because Kevin Heist. Smith has this weird... He was on this weird kick about Canada, wasn't he, for a while with the podcast. Yeah. He, like... Didn't yeah. they start doing, like, Canada-specific news episodes or something? Yeah. Um, Kevin Smith started smoking and things got weird, guys. Yeah. He's evened out now, but it was odd for a little while. Also, Ponder Rock is uh, another reference to another episode where he the listens penguin. to an old cassette tape. Oh yeah, emo of Kev. him being emo Kev. <laughs> Love emo Kev. We can continue, Dan. I'll stop you again I feel shortly. Like I'm at a party, but I don't know anyone, and everyone's kind of just like, "Do oh, you remember that guy?" And I'm sort of there with my drink, just sort of standing next We're to you guys. We're giving the podcast <laughs> listeners yeah. the full experience <laughs> of <laughs> this film. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember that one. This is what it's <laughs> like to be in our brain. Yeah, ah, great. Um, yeah, Johnny Depp is uh, is a Canadian French detective who has been hunting Howard for years. It took me a while to realize it was Johnny Depp, and then after a like, he's also moment, not like, credited Johnny as Johnny Depp. He's just Gila Point. You weren't supposed to know it was him, but I feel like no has been kidnapping and murdering people for years. He believes Wallace may be still alive, but not as they remember him. Hint, hint. He's not shy with the details, is he? He's like, yeah, your friend's probably no. going to have his legs cut off and his tongue pulled out and shit. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he tells I mean, us, he's honest. <laughs> he tells a story of an old hockey player called Gregory Gumtree. Greg Rosetsky. I'm assuming, because um, Kevin loves him. Nope. Gregory was the name of the walrus in the original Gumtree. Oh, ad. smart. The burger joint they're in is called Gimli Slider. Yep. After the Gimli Glider <laughs> episode. <laughs> I mean, it's just crammed full with Easter eggs. And I think sometimes they're too obvious. Like the ringtone. The ringtone fucked me off. Yeah. Howard conditions Wallace to think and act like a walrus. Um, Mm. Howard also reveals that shortly before being rescued, he had killed and eaten Mr. Tusk. Which uh, falls nicely into... uh, Whatever happened to Mr. Tusk? See, this is where he, he tries to teach him to swim, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, overcome with guilt, he spent the last 15 years turning his victims into beloved uh, saviour into attempt to relive his last day and give Mr. Tusk another chance at survival. Obviously, when you have no food, the only thing you can eat is the thing next to you, which was a walrus. And unfortunately, he had to eat the walrus when he was there. I know it's not easy, drowned. but I would have drowned myself. Because he he pushes him, he gets into the he gets into the water with him as well, isn't it? It's really creepy. Yeah. So he gets in with Wallace, and then he like pushes him underwater, and he kind of sinks, and he sees the body of an old walrus. So someone else, another one, yeah. numerous. There's yeah. numerous down there, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I would have fucking tried to drown myself. Like fuck this, I've got survival instincts, but not to live the rest of my life as a terrifying walrus. Oh fuck that. Mm-mm. Yeah. He teaches them how to. Um, he swims with him like a like a child, learning how so to swim. Um, but yeah, he's he's feeds him uh, fish. I think he doesn't he attempt him to get eat a fish. At yeah, some point, he throws him like mackerel, I think, and yeah, it's raw. Well, this but yeah, this part I've re- I'm not sure if I need this bit. I mean, it makes slightly more sense the, as we get further on, but I rewatching this wondered if the reveal was then too early because 
I don't know if this is like halfway through or something, but like, I don't know if I needed, oh, now I need to teach him how to be a wuss. It felt more stupid as it went on. Like it wasn't as creepy anymore. I think the point where it changed is after the first reveal of Wallace. He ends up doing a bunch of activities, I guess, with him. As as he's a walrus and he's trying to turn him into the new Mr. Tusk. At some point, Howard ends up getting dressed in his own homemade pelts. And the two engage in a fight. Because now he has, they have to fight each other, and uh, at this point, you could tell they were rubber suits because when they were hitting each other, it the the way they both impacted together was mm. so suits made rubbery. by uh, Robert Kurtzman, the famous makeup man. Yeah, the two end uh, end up getting engaged in a fight to the death, um, which ends up with uh, Wallace impaling Howard with one of his tusks. Uh, meanwhile, the other two. Ali and Teddy, they end up uh, finding the house. When Howard dies, he is satisfied that he's fulfilled his life mission at last. Because he's lasted longer than any of the other walruses, isn't he? And like, yeah, he's I gone guess. full walrus at this point. Yeah. I guess I'm trying to understand this film still, but it's not working. Well, because at this point, I was annoyed. I was like, oh, if he's just in a suit like Michael Parks, can't they like unwalrus him? You know, then he could just, you know, they yeah. could they could unsew yeah, his arms, it's, it's, but it's too late. I get the point he's still now. That got, he's... he's still got no tongue. He's got a tibia inserted into his jaw. Yeah, but I just wondered if they rescued him. Like, he didn't need to live as a walrus, but apparently that was the point, because they also mention it in the podcast bit at the end, where he needs to go full walrus. Full walrus, and yeah. Accept and it. then he can't come back from it, yeah. yeah. And that's what happens. Mm-hmm. He gave... Howard gave Mr. Mr. Tusk inverted commas a second chance to live mm. and this is him taking the second chance the point take Ali and Teddy enter the enclave as Wallace bellows victoriously as he has killed his capture much to their horror uh, they see this happening and they turn and especially Ali goes no imagine no. if your ex was a fucking walrus <laughs> <laughs> How have you been? Well, I'm a walrus now. Actually, um, no, never mind, <laughs> So, um, yeah, much to the horror, they end up, uh, the detective actually ends up pointing a gun. I feel like Johnny Depp had a, the right idea. I, I would have just fucking... To shoot him? To shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. I would have fucking shot him. If it was one From of you two... his misery? Please, if uh, I we, ever get turned into a walrus. This. Yeah. If it was one of you two, I would have, I would have blown your fucking Thanks. head off. And yeah. I feel like you would have been grateful for it, and I would have been grateful. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. But we get uh, before we can see Glad if he's shot or not. We get <laughs> we get a um, a fade to black, and we get uh, a one year later, and we find he uh, should be in a hospital being rehabilitated. I, I'm no. not going to question it until the end. <laughs> um, we get I'm I'm containing myself right now. I'm doing a pretty good job. We get Ali and Teddy going to some sort of. Oh, it's such a sad sort of, zoo. It's like a it's little... It's a sad zoo, I'm, shall we yeah. say. It's like a little DIY Tiger King type yeah, zoo, isn't sort it? sort of. And they see this pen, and it has like a little bit of water, also has like a little house, I guess, on it. And um, they end up shouting his name, 
nothing is coming out of this little house and stuff. But they throw a mackerel, and out comes Wal Wallace, as still a walrus, as he eats the mackerel really, really quickly, like a walrus would. If it's very it's close awesome up as well, isn't it? <laughs> food. It's very yeah. close up. Uh, in a flashback, we see Ali telling uh, Wallace uh, that her weeping grandfather told her that crying separates humans from animals. Ali tells Wallace she still loves him before walking off crying. Tears run down Wallace's face as he bellows, implying that the human part of Wallace may not that's why they should have gone. like nobody it sounds like nobody even tried to rehabilitate him how did they as if they looked at him and went ah it's been like two days or even like a week he's definitely full walrus now there's nothing we can do we definitely can't fix him <laughs> yes you can and there's a brief post credit scene with the point a who is clutching his stomach because he has gastrointestinal distress because he eaten the second burger at the cafe or the diner and that's is Tusk. Penny, what did you think of Tusk? See, I want to say, like, I didn't like it. And that's not necessarily true. I'm struggling with this. I'm going to have a crash reversal here. Yeah, as I, as I said, like, the bits with the walrus, I, when I say I do not like them, I, I mean, bleh. like, honestly, that reveal, ever since I first saw it, has never left me. <laughs> It's fucking horrible. Yeah, and you, you know, I don't usually get unnerved or creeped out by things, and this creeps me out. I think most of the time the walrus stuff is just on the right side of not being funny. I think Justin Long does a really good job, and like I said, with the screaming and stuff, like them fighting in the suits looked fucking stupid. And at that point, I felt like Kevin Smith had undone all the creepy stuff from beforehand. I was like, oh, all, at least all the walrus stuff was good. And then that bit, I was like, ah, it's fucking stupid. I found the rest of it really boring. Just all the talking, like we didn't talk, like Gila Point has a conversation, he has a flashback to a conversation where he actually met Howard before and they have a stupid conversation where Howard is pretending to be slightly slow and he's talking strange and they're, and he's like are you gonna come and shoot the spider in my toilet like it's fucking hmm. i feel like 80 to 90 percent of this film was pointless andy and i had a conversation after i finished it today like cut it down to half hour 40 minutes which i'm sure he will talk about so the war stuff was great it was creepy i did not like it the rest of it i did not like for a different reason i thought the actors were all really good and I feel yeah. like a lot of times now Kevin Smith just ruins his own movies. I thought Yoga Hoses could have been really good. The girls were really good in that. And as soon as Kevin Smith popped up in that and then put Ralph Garman in it as well, it completely ruined it. I wouldn't have watched it again after the first time if you guys hadn't made me. You're welcome. So, uh, yeah, I'd say watch it once because that reveal is pretty incredible. So I was kind of going to give it a five, but the fact that the war stuff freaks me out so much, I think I'm going to give it a six. Uh, similar sentiments to young Penelope over there. I definitely think this could be cut down. I I reckon we could edit this down to maybe an hour, take out all of the crap, and you could make it a genuinely tension-building, creepy little horror film. 
is 101 minutes long and it doesn't need to be that long. Mm-hmm. You could do it over an hour and just build the tension nicely. Visually, I think it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. It is quite well written. It's particularly Michael Parks is like yeah. sensational as just a creepy old man who is on the precipice of madness. But the whole Johnny Depp stuff could have been taken out or shrunk considerably because a lot of it is just bollocks. Yeah, it's just him spouting shit for no reason. Like, you don't need to have that amount of stuff that he's saying in it. And I feel like it was just because it was Johnny Depp. Like, I think he just crammed it in because he was like, oh, Johnny's going to be here. Let's make him have and sometimes a Sometimes I think role. Kevin thinks it's funny. We'll put this bit in, it'll be funny. And I'm like, well, that's not the tone of the movie. And that's why I'm confused in places. Yeah. The tone totally changed after the introduction of Johnny Depp, I think. Because it does start as like a creepy horror film with all mm. this good sort of build up and and even when you're getting the monologues from Ali, there's like the score builds like suspense and is very um, suffocating. And then the second you see Johnny Depp, is like, oh, okay. And it's well, Johnny Depp in prosthetics. Some weird... and it's, once you realise it's him as well. And it's and a like, stupid oh. voice. Yeah. Yeah, he's cross-eyed half French the time. It's like voice, isn't it? Yeah. So I... I did enjoy it though and I think bits of it are very forgettable but bits of it really do sit with you because it is creepy in the same way that I quite liked the placenta film because it had the same sort of weird eerie sort of tone so I think if it was shorter and a bit sharper it would be an 8 as it is, I'm going to give it a seven. God okay, damn. Now I'm expecting um, a really low number dad. from Dan. <laughs> Unleash the lally. Yeah, here we go. So I unfortunately watched this. Uh, you told him not to. Two weeks ago. We told you. I was you. a bit bored and I had nothing to watch. So I was like, hey, I'll watch it a bit earlier than usual. Because we usually watch it within a few days before recording. I watched it about a week and a bit. I, as I said, I kind of liked the opening and the build up to it. And I thought Michael and Justin were really good uh, together when they have that, you know, conversation and stuff. And you're trying to figure out what's going on with, you know, Michael, especially like what's, what's the, what's the backstory here? What's, what's the kind of thing that feels unsettling about him and stuff like that that was good that was interesting i really didn't like this film (laughs) uh i really 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 didn't like it and i just even i think it just happened when i saw the walrus i was just like oh okay that's strange where do we go from here and it didn't really go anywhere for me it just felt silly it just felt way too that's si- why i think it was too early yeah but even if that is revealed at the end i probably would still hate it because i've been waiting to that point and i'm like this just feels stupid like it just feels stupid I mean, it like, is it, dumb. it's just <laughs> yeah it's dumb and i i've seen dumb films and i watch dumb films and sometimes i want to watch dumb films but this is just not it wasn't entertaining there was an entertainment out of it. Like, it, it didn't freak me out as much because I felt like the rubber... The, this suit, the walrus suit, even though it was really well made, it it still had that kind of fake feel about it, the whole thing. And I couldn't really get into it. I know I'm criticizing costumes now, so I'm such a nerd, but, like, it just felt, like, too ridiculous that it was too, you know... See, I thought it was... I just couldn't get yeah. into it. 
Because that's why, sorry, that's why I ended up watching, I had time and I, so I kind of Googled behind the scenes because I wanted to see more of the makeup. And I think in 2019, they did a, I say a documentary, but they'd obviously filmed bits on the set and stuff and they put together a documentary of the making of Tusk. It is an hour and a half long. I probably wouldn't bother if I were you. It was a lot of um, Kevin Smith, like, uh jay muse uh filmed a lot of it and it was a lot of him going to kevin like hey it's day three and he's like yeah we had a really good day and we did this and this it wasn't it was more i'm assuming they recorded bits i guess for the internet it felt like a instagram i don't know like an instagrammy yeah. thing where they're like hey we're on you know day day 12 and we've just finished shooting this bit and here's some little tidbits and there was a little bit about the makeup um i eventually found out they filmed it in 14 days and then on the 15th day did the stunts for the walrus fight and they did all of justin long's all the stuff where it was full body walrus they did all of that in one day because it was a couple of hours to get into and i think so he had like a walrus face because at the end of the documentary he's like talking to kevin and he's just wearing like the cowl of the face and then the full body one i think they maybe cut a hole in the floor I don't think he was laying down in it. So I think it was kind of from the waist up on him so he could be under the floor. Would have made sense so that... Because he wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to lie. But apparently there was a exercise ball in the costume to make it that sort of shape and he kind of had to fit around that. But I couldn't really find enough about the makeup, which is obviously what I was more interested in. But yeah, I can't remember why I started saying that I watched that. Sorry, Dad, but I did. <laughs> And don't bother watching it, anyone. Thanks. You had your time. Oh, it's because you were talking Um, about the makeup and why you didn't like it. Sorry. And I was like, I tried to find out. You had your fucking time. (laughs) Look, to credit to Kevin Smith, you're doing something that, like, I haven't seen one of his films since Clerks 2. And I said this to the guys and I was like, how bad can it? I haven't seen his recent (laughs) stuff that a lot of people have criticized massively. So I'm like, how bad can this be? And I got a real this is his favorite film he'd ever made at this point. This, well, that's what he kept saying. He was like, in the documentary, he's like, this is my favourite film I've ever made. I'm happy that he enjoys his work. And it's really great to see someone who's directing, editing, writing, and just creating something they really want to do, even if it's some idea on a podcast they came up with. Well, Fair enough. Did you know he retired? However. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Let him make his point. They come Sorry. back to a pen. Yeah. However, not all the best ideas, unfortunately, are the best ideas. <laughs> according to kevin smith it's not i i didn't like it at all i'm sorry i really didn't like it i didn't enjoy it at all i enjoyed the start of it and then it just went downhill oh i didn't enjoy it yeah i know i didn't enjoy it and i it didn't i didn't have any the if there was humor there i didn't find it if there was horror there it was there for a second and i was like oh it's a strange story it's kind of original idea and it's kind of out different i guess but i didn't like it three i can't remember the timeline of his movies but he was like nobody fucking likes my movies and they're shit and i'm over it and i just like he was he was doing smodcast and hollywood babylon and possibly fat man on batman and he was just podcasting all the time and he's like i'm not gonna make movies anymore and then this is what he came out of retirement for (laughs) it came up on the yoga hoses after this yeah but this this came up on the podcast and they talked about it so much and then the whole internet he did a hashtag basically saying if you think i should do this hashtag walrus yes or hashtag walrus no and the whole internet said yes so he did it and 
So how do that you- also annoys me? Yeah, that also really <laughs> annoys me because it it's just your fans who you're you're. It's like it, you you have a following, Kevin, and I don't want to be rude because I've held back a lot of things that I could have said that I've said on voicemail to you guys, but like I get it, you have an audience, but like your audience, if they like you, is probably going to agree with let's say 95, 90% of things you say, agree with, whatever. It's the age of fucking Twitter. If you have Twitter followers, it, you get self-gratification from people liking your shit or fucking whatever. It doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> like, it's fine if you think it's good, that's all right. But like, getting upset that you think you're not great and stuff, well, maybe you should pay attention to it and and maybe just people that are not your fans who don't like your stuff maybe there's a reason I don't why don't think he cares because like we said like yoga hoses Fair, but was okay, a bunch but then you're not going to get people again. to like your stuff I, I think that's the point I, that's, the, I, that's why I think he got to the point he's like I don't care anymore I can podcast and he yoga hoses is possibly just for his podcast fans it was so the easter eggs were even more like the Bratsies and Ralph Garman doing all of the six impressions that he did every week on Hollywood Babylon. And I feel like he's just making movies for those people now. But also what I found... Well, really- it sounded like while you were fucking explaining the film, yeah. a bunch of references that I don't know about. And it's literally just sounds like a film for fans. Well, there was also a bit... Well, in- I think it is. Yeah. There was a bit uh-huh. in the documentary... So he kind of talks about it at the beginning. He was like, well, I made this movie and this is why I made it. And it wasn't, he was like, we made this five years ago and this is why we're doing the documentary and people didn't really like it and it wasn't critically acclaimed and whatever. But eventually, you know, a bit like when things used to come out on videos, like eventually it found its audience. But partway through the documentary at one point, he watches a shot on the monitor and he says to somebody, he's like, we're going to make so much money. And I was like, really? Like I never thought that this was going to be a massive success but obviously a cult film and yeah. for his fans now but the fact that he was like this is my the best film i've ever made and then he was like we're gonna make loads of money he seems, i was like i well, think you're a bit delusional mate you've smoked enough here's, here's the thing i think in terms of like style and image it mm, probably is beautiful. the best looking film he's made but he's ruined it by overstepping the script again and i think he's gone gone are the days where he used to refer to himself as a writer and not a director he rewrote bits of it while he was filming it as well so he was obviously bits of it and he was like well this was shit so he rewrote it still which you know happens on movies but anyway what was your score Dan did you manage to get to it or dependent step all over a three he said a A three three. show face three sorry Sorry. it's fine I'm trying to give facts because Dan hasn't got any this time no one cares because he didn't like it well I was I was trying to search Twitter to see if I tweeted walrus yes because I thought I might had but apparently I didn't (laughs) Apparently, he said that one guy voted Walrus no, but he said, oh, I'm just voting no because of the democratic process. I actually mean yes. I think I hate his fans. I think I hate his fans. <laughs> well, that's Penn and I, so... Not anymore. I haven't liked anything since Dogma. Not really. I thought the reboot, Jay and Silent Bob reboot was fine. It was a nice little love letter, but you didn't like it. Clerks 2 was the last thing I liked. I'll be interested to see what happens with Clerks 3 and whether he continues because he said the whole time that Clerks there is going to be when he retires fully and just does like TV shows he's been directing Flash and uh, you know what I, I said that to you like I said I'm re- I remember a while back 
And this goes to show how much this film, Tusk, has affected me. I said a while back, I was like, I'm really looking forward to Clerks 3. And you said to me, mm. don't get your hopes up mm-hmm. because of the recent stuff he's done. I was like, right, right. The Clerks 3 was good. You liked it, didn't you? Now I understand. And was I it, now my expectations for Clerks 3. Was it, was it Tusk, God, no. <laughs> Yoga Hoses, Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Is that where we're at? Yeah. Timeline-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've only like, seen Tusk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, like I was, and I guess still is, uh, still is, are, still am, a big Kevin Smith fan. Like his early stuff, I think is is genuinely fantastic. But I think after he took a a long term sabbatical after Clerks Two, I think everything has sort of dropped off. And I don't know whether that's because he's not as sharp or whether he just fell out of love with it. Because I know after Cop Out, he didn't enjoy directing because of some of the cast members. Fuck you, Bruce Willis. Uh, so for my hat, uh, two weeks time we'll watch this next film. I almost don't want Please. it to be one of my horror movies, guys. Ah, uh, yeah. I want it to be one but... of my not horror movies. We'll find out. It's a. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Oh. Andrew! Oh, is it me again? Sake. Oh, we're three for three. Three of yours in a row. Three. Yeah. This is what happens when Dan had like four in a row and <laughs> up being someone else in a row. No now. complaining about all the horror movies you're going to get. It's an Andy film, of course. <laughs> and this one has been circled mm. on the list for quite some time because I know about this film. <gasps> Penny won't know about this film, but oh my god, this might be the most, this might be some watch for us. I don't know how we're going to do it. Has it come up? We're going to, we're going to watch in two weeks time, the 1999 family animation film, The Legend of the Titanic. Yes. What? Yes. (laughs) What? This will cheer you up, Pen. I'm not going to read the description because it doesn't really justify what this is. I'm just going to give you a... It's a cartoon. I'm going to give yep. you a tiny summary. Imagine someone remade the story of the Titanic, which sounds fine, but let's include animals and very bad animation and bad voice acting. Is this for children? Yeah. yeah. It's for the family. But... But Everybody you, died. You won't. It's it's bird demic levels of oh, bad, sake. but it's an animation. It's an animation. It's like Watership Down, but it's just Big Ship Down. It's, <laughs> it's got an amazing story, a great cast, and um, I'd like people to... know about this if they know about it. It's quite famous for being famous for being what it is. But mm-hmm. um, I'd like to suggest yeah. a different way to do the hat. I'd like to suggest we separate our lists and we just randomise from one list and do one of everybody's one week because fuck me, Andy. Oh, what? So we get horror so, one week. No, they're not all horror. We get Andy's bleak. weird fucking <laughs> shit yeah. and bleak shit. And then we get my student films. Yeah. yeah. So it's a bit I of a I think break. just pulling them for all the same. I think the problem is we've got no cheery ones in the hat at the moment. They're yes, all we a bit- have. Two of mine are. What are you two. talking about? This is- There's like 60 in the hat. <laughs> At least Look, two of mine, and they're not honest. horror movies. No, 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 no. 
Look, let's be honest. Even though I'm saying all this bleak stuff about Legends of Titanic, I am excited to watch it and find out reactions to it, especially Penny. Yeah, me too. Because it's very much that Birdemic kind of feel of, I don't know what this is, but two other people do. comedy movies in my hat. Fuck you. Great. This is kind of class as a comedy. Let's put yeah. it that way. But people died! What are you talking about? I, it's a funny... It's a great film. I, I put this in the hat before the first episode we ever did. Christ. And when we redid the hat... You asked if I was taking it out, <laughs> so I no. put it at the bottom of my list to resubmit. So it was the last one you saw. <laughs> this is the Christ. one. This is the one film that I saw, and it was the one before we started this podcast. I went back to Andy with, and I went, "Really? Are you and sure? Went, yep. Are you sure?" And I went, "Yeah." <sighs> that has been sat there since episode one. That film, and it's fine after what sixty fucking two three episodes. It's finally come out. If people haven't seen it, it's probably on fucking YouTube for free because no one cares <laughs> if that gets copyrighted. Um, it's a wonderful film. Go watch it with us. We'll watch it in two weeks' time. Uh, I'm more happy watching that film than fucking Tassel, let's put it that way. Penny, what's the socials, please? You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unusual Suspects Pod and on Twitter at Unusual Podspec. I'm at Penny underscore photo pit. Hashtag Walrus No. Uh, I'm at Dan Talks a lot. Hashtag couldn't give a shit. I'm at Joyce21. <laughs> Hashtag Legend of the Walrus. It is quite a legendary film, let's be honest. I can't believe it's like it was a thing. I just don't <laughs> just understand how so I was like, let's make a kid's film about the Titanic. Oh, it's so much more than what you expect. Mm. Like, it's just... It, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it I'm goes kind of in so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, <laughs> you'll be intrigued it. by it. You, you'll love it, but as long as it's you'll not be bleak, questioning no everything. Bleak, please, you'll question a lot of things. Let's just put I that. Question... It's a good film to talk about. Okay. Let's say just no more. No Maybe. More uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks everyone. Uh, this has been an event, and um, please no more, Kevin recent Kevin Smith films please from me <laughs> thanks um, I don't even think I'm going to watch Clerks 3 I think I might just let Andy watch it I didn't even like I'm, Clerks 3 I'm starting to think about it but I don't know yet mm, it makes me sad I stopped listening bit. to all his podcasts but, um, too gave up yeah well I heard his podcast and I didn't even have to I didn't even <laughs> want to but I had to hear it at the end of the fucking credits to Tusk thanks Kevin anyway <laughs> Bye. Love you, bye. Bye. Dan, make a walrus noise. They kill me. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Is that a walrus? <laughs>